Welcome to the Pastor Philip Butcher Podcast. Pastor Philip is an anointed teacher of the word and a healing evangelist. He's a pastor and founder of Livingstone's Family Church, a vibrant church transforming the lives of many people across the world. Be blessed as you listen to this message. Shalom people of God, you are welcome to today's Midday Prayer Lounge. God bless you so much for connecting to today's prayer lounge. I'm so excited and so happy to be on this a meeting and I'm, I'm also, I feel so honored to be hosting my father, Pastor Felibaja, on today's Midday Prayer Lounge. Daddy, please, you are welcome. Thank you very much, Irama. I'm happy to be hosted by you today also. And um, yesterday we had a good time and I believe that God would help us today also. Amen. Amen. Exactly. So like Daddy said, yesterday was an amazing time in God's presence. We, we learned a lot of things um, a lot of kingdom principles concerning giving. And I believe today too, we are going to learn powerful things with regards to giving as a kingdom principle. And you don't want to miss this. You don't also want someone else to, to miss it. On the call at the moment, we have a number of people connected. We have about 15 people connected. You want to reach out to your cell members, reach out to um, members in the church, reach out to church leaders, even your family members and your friends. You want them to connect so that they'll get to know more about this kingdom principle. Amen. Amen. God bless you so much for connecting. Daddy, yesterday, like you said, we we learned powerful things. By yes. God's grace, the Lord used you to reveal to us a lot of um, secrets in the kingdom concerning giving. And please, I would like you to touch on, on some of them for us. All right, thank you very much, um, Irama and uh, participants. Once again, you're welcome to morning. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> I said, yeah, welcome to morning, dear. You know. Amen. Amen. I, anyway, so we thank God. You're welcome to midday prayer lounge. Amen. Amen. Um, <laughs> all right, so you're welcome to midday prayer lounge, and. Um, we we we've been looking this whole week let's let's remember that this whole week is our finance week and the purpose of the finance week is number one to help all of us to appreciate god's kingdom principles of giving and receiving god's kingdom principles of giving and receiving that's number one number two also it will help us to appreciate um it will help us to know and appreciate get to know some of the financial systems we have in place as a church and then number three it is to help us is to is to motivate us to give more to the work of the ministry is to motivate us to give more to the work of the ministry so that we can be blessed more and so that the kingdom of god the work of god would advance even more amen, amen. so that's the purpose of the finance week and um rama i was meditating upon it this i was meditating i think this morning i was meditating this morning and i felt like uh, that the teachings on on kingdom principles of giving and receiving are so many that we may have to go into next week wow. in learning them because yesterday alone i couldn't really finish what i wanted to oh, share yes. yesterday i, I even sp i just i spoke about um I, I i i gave some correlation between the loss of the natural loss of sowing and reaping to the spiritual loss of giving and receiving however i didn't exhaust all that and wow. then i mentioned i mentioned the um the second most important law the yeah. second most important law i believe the second most important law that is given in faith and of course that one i didn't explain what it means to give in faith yes and you know like i said i've, I've not yet touched on the um, um 
the the, the, the foundational law. The major. I've not attached from the foundational law. <laughs> now, as I was thinking, so all these are the aspects, all these things that I'm sharing, or I shared yesterday, I want to share today, all have to do with the kingdom principles of giving. The kingdom principles of giving. So they have to do with the giving aspect. Then there's also the receiving aspect. There's a receiving aspect. And like I said, we've not even gone into how to receive because, you know, some people know how to give, but they don't know how to receive. And I remember the other day, the Lord, some years back, the Spirit of God began to teach me on how to receive. And the Spirit of God led me to begin to make this confession. I am a master receiver. Wow. That, that was a confession the Spirit of God led me to, uh, I'm to make. I'm a, I'm a master receiver. Amen. I'm a master receiver. I'm a and, master receiver. And I appreciated it because sometimes we have the mindset to give, but sometimes we, we are, shall I say, hesitant to receive. I, I like to receive. I, I, <laughs> I like to receive, you know. <laughs> I, I like to receive because... Um, I give. So once I give and somebody is given to me by which I'm receiving, mm. I'm excited because it's a harvest. You understand? It's yes. a harvest. So some people don't know how to receive. So mm. we have to learn the kingdom principles of receiving, which is wow. a lot. And then even in the... I saw that then the Lord made me realize I also have to teach people. That's what I'm saying, that I have to talk to the finance team. I have to get permission mm. from the finance team. Um, so uh, the finance team, please, I have to get permission from you because they are the ones who give me the program. So the finance team, uh, I have to get permission from you if we can continue possibly next week so that I teach more things. But some of the things I'd want to teach, I'll not be able to teach it this week, but it's, uh, no, there's a difference between the tithe. There's a difference between worship offerings or the offerings we give in church. There's a difference um, to given to the poor mm. and then there's a different those are the four major types of giving and then there's a there's a seed sowing seed sowing so there's the tithe there's the and then there's the first fruits so there's the tithe there's the first fruits mm. there's the worship offering there's the seed sowing mm. and then there's also there's the giving to the poor and then there's also giving to the man of god wow. or giving to a the prophet of God, a prophet or an apostle, a man of God, given to a man of God, or you may say given to the priest or given to the man of God. All these things have their unique dynamics. Some people, you know, Ram, I don't know whether you've heard some people say that the the instead of giving their tithe to church, they'll give it to the poor. Yes. Have you ever heard yes. heard some people say that instead of giving their tithe to the, to the church, they'll give it to the poor? That's rubbish. <laughs> that's 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 rubbish. That's that's an expression of utter ignorance, mm. you know, because, you see, giving to the poor has its benefits, benefits. and giving the tithe also has its it's benefits. Good. You can't mix it. If I'm to just give you a typical an example, you know, when it comes to hygiene, body hygiene, there are different things that we do to maintain personal, to maintain personal body hygiene, mm. you know. So what are some of the things we do to maintain personal body hygiene? We bath. Let me just give three. Let's say we bath. We brush our teeth and then we, we apply deodorant. Yes. Somebody can't, and all these things have, they, are, they come under personal hygiene, but you can't um, say you are doing one and, and not and leaving the other. So somebody can't say that the person is, someone can't say that the person is 
is giving to the poor and not giving the tithe. Mm. And that is it's like the person saying that the person is brushing the teeth but not having the bath. <laughs> or the person is, you know, yeah, the person is brushing the teeth or not cleaning the bomb bomb when the person goes to the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> Isn't that stupidity? It is. It, 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 that's it. Personal hygiene, when one uses the, the, the when one eases himself, you have to clean his or her bomb bomb. Yeah. You know, so, and then when one, you see, so Irama, if someone bats and someone brushes the teeth, yes. but the person doesn't use deodorant, what would happen to the person? It would be very terrible. Oh, I'm sure they didn't hear you. Let them it would be very bad. Like the person will have um, body odor. Yes. So yeah. it's the same way that when someone tithes uh, or when someone gives to the poor, but the person doesn't tithe, there are consequences you understand in the same way also when somebody when someone also tithes but does not so seed there are certain blessings the person will not get you know so we need to observe all the types of giving so like i said all these things i can't share them i can't share them this week you know wow. but let, let's go to quickly review what we sh- what we spoke about um, like you said last yes. week so i said yesterday. last week <laughs> yesterday we looked at um, what did we look at yesterday? What did I talk about yesterday? Yesterday we looked at um, a number of principles. We looked, we looked at the fact that there is seed time, there is harvest yeah, time, yeah. and there is also um, space between um, the seed time and then the harvest time. Yeah. And then the last one that we looked at was sowing in faith. Yes, yes, yes. You are right. So we looked at, we looked at first of all, I mentioned that we must, look at, we must look at giving as seeds, seed sowing. We must look at, let's have that perspective that when we are giving, we are sowing a seed. And I mentioned that because in the Old Testament, they were an agrarian economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were involved in um, agriculture. So they could, so God spoke to them and gave them the principles of giving and re- receiving mm-hmm. in the context of an agrarian economy. And so they were able to really appreciate it. Now, if we are also going to appreciate the loss of giving and receiving it will be helpful for us to look at it from an agrarian perspective from an agricultural perspective and once we look at it from an agricultural perspective it will help us to appreciate the kingdom principles of giving and receiving so that was the first thing that we looked at then also like you said we looked at now we came to look at um given that giving is seed sowing then we looked at receiving receiving is harvesting mm. and then we looked at the time that there's a time duration um it's you said you've not planted maize before yes pastor. but you planted garden eggs uh, or someone, tomatoes someone was or, and someone was planting and you assisted yeah yeah dada b yeah yeah um yeah yeah dada b irama is a dada b she's um she's she's a dada b she has not done farming before <laughs> she's um She's a dada B. All right. So, <laughs> Buffy says Gen Z for Amen. Amen. So, yeah. So, so there, there's a duration. When you plant maize, there's, there's, some, there's some months, three months or so, then you get the harvest. So, I mentioned that in the same way, when you, when you give your worship offering or your thanksgiving offering, even your tithe, your, you sow a seed into a man of God's life, you know, you give to the poor there will be a time duration mm. unless of course there's a supernatural intervention mm. 
you know. So that also happens where you give today and you receive. That's it's a, but that is not always like that, you know. So we looked at that one. Then we we came to the um, we yes we now came to the um, how do you call it giving in faith. In faith. Giving in faith. All right. So let's let's look at the scripture again about the giving in faith. Well, Hebrews eleven verse four yes, from the Message translation. Hebrews eleven verse four. So, participants, I want you to make sure that you are alert, and um, I want to encourage you that you you get people connected. And um, particularly those of you who are shepherds, branch leaders, and all that, it's important that you get your members to connect so that they will understand giving and receiving, so that they will. They, because, like I said, so that they can reap the harvest. Otherwise, people will be given, but do not reap the harvest. Mm. So, let's look at it. Now, Hebrews 11 verse 4, the Bible says that, By an act of faith, Abel brought a better sacrifice to God than Cain. It was what he believed, not what he brought, that made the difference. That's what God noticed and approved as righteous. After all these centuries, that belief continues to catch our notice. So, I, 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 I highlighted certain Portions. This is Hebrews yes. 11 verse 4 from the message translation. I highlight, highlighted certain portions of it, you know, that number one, and I think I, I made us even write it, that number one, it was an act of, of faith, faith, an act of faith, an act of faith. So whenever someone is given, mm. the person must give in faith. In faith. Those of you who are, who are connected, I, I want you to just type in the chat section, I give in faith. I give in I faith. I give in faith. As you are, as you are typing, faith. it can also... As you are typing, you can also be confessing it. I give in faith. I give in faith. So the Bible says that Abel, by an act of faith, his giving was an act of faith. So Abel, by an act of faith, he brought a better sacrifice to God than Cain. And now the second part, which is striking, mm. it says that it was what he believed, not what he brought that made the difference. Wow. I remember. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's that it's what he believed, yeah. not what he brought, yeah. that made the difference. Mm. So, so for Cain, Cain, Cain was looking at what he was bringing. Yes. Not believe. Not so Cain believing. brought, but he didn't believe. Mm. You know, you know, Irama, you know, there's a scripture that, uh, there's a scripture that sometimes I shudder to think of okay. um, because of its implications. Mm. I, I shudder to think of it, that scripture, because of its implications. And this, script, this is a scripture. The Bible says that anything that is not done in faith is sin. Mm. Look at it. Anything that is not done in faith is sin. Mm. That's what the Bible says. So when somebody gives and is not in faith, man can't be beyond. Man can't be beyond. Not only say I shit, but it is also a sin. <laughs> because it's it's um that means that it's a because anytime someone is given, mm. it's a it's a it's supposed to be a fragrance to God. So that means when someone gives and the giving is not in faith, eh, mm. it's a repulsive fragrance to God. Yes, you see, every fragrance is either a good fragrance or a bad fragrance, yes, isn't it? Yes. So have you ever seen some people that their perfume is bad? Very bad. Uh, what, what's the name of that perfume? Uh, <laughs> there's some perfume. When I was going to SS, I got to know that some perfume that the 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 perfume is very bad. The smell of the perfume is very bad. It, <laughs> it, it rather yes yes. Eddie has two. It's too, too lovely. Eddie has Eddie has. 
And the other reminded me. The perfume is bad. It's Mr. Enkalami. And there's one also a Kalami. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know of the Kalami. How is it? Kalami. It's not nice at all. <laughs> so somebody uses it. And then the person thinks that the person is smelling. You know when they use it, they think they are smelling nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> when they use it, they think they are smelling nice. But rather, it's, it repels people. <laughs> so in the same way, when someone brings an offering, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> when, when someone brings an offering, when someone brings an offering, look at it. When someone brings an offering, the person thinks that he or she has done something good, isn't it? But the result, if it's not in faith, it is a repulsive fragrance to God. And it's like, God even bore. That's why the Bible says, whatever is not done in faith is sin. So, the person has, is a sacrifice to the person, the person is sacrificing, but it's not in faith. So, wow. God bore. You understand? I, I want to answer as a question. Have, have some people been giving sacrifices and it made God bore? Hmm. They, today, they thought they have used nice perfume, but they, they, <laughs> they used, they used what, what, how do you call them? You say what? What do what they call them? <laughs> people are writing different, Erato and Kalami, and I don't know all those perfumes, but... <laughs> <laughs> so now, so let's go back to the scripture again. So you see, Irama, like I'm telling you, participants, I believe that although it may look, it, I'm using funny illustrations, mm -hmm. but I'm using the, the Spirit of God is giving me those funny illustrations to drive home the point that let's not take these things for granted. These are serious issues. These are weighty spiritual issues that mm -hmm. if somebody gives and the person doesn't give in faith, in it is sin so that so it would have even been better for the person not to have given because using <laughs> what do you call it again that's right there is calamity there is Calami. emergency and using calamity and not using perfume at all which one is better not using perfume at all it, 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 so so passman using all the things you have mentioned and not using perfume which one is better not using not the perfume not using the calamity at all yes it's better yes uh-huh because the color me to lale, So, so in a way, Irama, not giving and not giving in faith would have been better. Sorry, give it would have been better for one not to have given than for one to have given and not given in faith. Jesus, mercy, Lord, peace. It's serious. It's a, it's a major issue. It's very serious. It would have been better for one not to have given mm. than for one to give and not give in, in, faith. in faith. Because the Bible says that whatsoever, whatever a person does, anything that's not done in faith is sin. Mm. You understand? Hmm. Hmm. Even me, crowd that I'm saying that thing, I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow. Every, every Christian needs to know this so that we give appropriately. We give in faith. We give in faith. And look at what he says. He says that it was what he believed, not what he brought that made the difference. And we looked at that last yesterday. That, um, so that means it's not necessarily the amount. It is more of the faith. What God looks at when someone is given is the faith it's more of the faith with which the person is given. 
It's more the faith with which the person is given. And, and that's what the, the scripture is saying. That's what God noticed and approved him as righteous. Mm. What did God notice about Abel and his sacrifice? His mm. faith. What did God approve of Abel and his sacrifice? Mm. Not Abel himself, not his sacrifice itself, mm. but his faith. Mm. And that is what made him righteous. Wow. And look at what it says. See that after all these centuries, that belief continues to catch our notice. You know, Pastor Pans, I just want you to look at, listen to me well. Just listen to this. Rama. And all our participants connected online. You, when you give, and you give in faith, mm. it procures into your life generational blessings wow. that your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, all the generations coming after you will be blessed for. Wow. When you give, and you give in faith, it procures to you generational blessings. It establishes in your lineage generational blessings that your generations after you will benefit from. Wow. Let me take that again. When you give and you give in faith, it becomes an eternal altar. Mm-hmm. It becomes an eternal altar that mm-hmm. will speak for your generations. Wow. Because you know why? You know why? Tell us, Daddy. Can I can I tell you why? Tell us. Pastor, can I can I tell you why? Why when you give and you give in faith, it becomes and wow. you have erected an altar, altar that will speak for generations. Of mm. course, you can see it in the scripture. What Abel did, it says that after all these centuries, that belief continues to catch our notice. Can, can I tell you why? I don't, or maybe I should keep it to myself. Preach it like you're feeling it. Preach it, Daddy. Maybe, maybe I'll keep it to my. You, you maybe, yeah, maybe next week, next week. Please, we beg. <laughs> next week, I'll tell you. Next week, I'll tell you. Because it's like I'm not seeing the excitement. So maybe next week, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. Next week, I'll tell you why. When you give, it becomes a generational. It becomes an altar that. Buma says, don't keep it, Daddy. <laughs> Amen. Agoba says, I'm following daddy. Babi uh, says, Pastor, please, we'll use it this week. Ruth says, daddy, we are ready. All right. Hmm. All right, let me teach you. Rama, you are ready to? Yes, yes, daddy. I'm ready. Now, this is very powerful. Hmm. And you see, I've not yet come to explain, I've not yet explained what it means to give in faith. Hmm. But I've not explained what it means to give in faith. But let me just give you one of the things that um, makes you give in faith. Mm-hmm. One of the things that makes you give in faith. So that you appreciate the point I'm coming to give. Yes, One right. of the things that makes you give in faith is when you give with understanding. Wow. One of the things that makes you give in faith is when you give mm-hmm. with understanding and in understanding. Mm-hmm. So when you are giving with understanding, with scriptural understanding you are giving in faith it's one of the things so you can just type it in the chat section i give with scriptural understanding i give with spiritual understanding scriptural it's scriptural i give with scriptural understanding of course to be scriptural is to be spiritual so i give with scriptural Scriptural understanding. understanding now let me show you why when you give in faith it becomes you erect an altar that speaks for your generations. Are you ready? You see, I've, we are I've ready. sat up. 
Yes. I've started because what I'm coming to say, I said the, the, the you know, uh, it's like the meditations excite my soul. Wow. The, I, I'm, I'm about to say it, but I'm intoxicated. It's like the, the thought of it alone is turning me on. Wow. It's like, Charlie, it's, it's, it's like I'm, I'm approaching into holy mysteries. You know, when you're approaching into holy mysteries like that, it's like you approach with, you know, like when Charlie, let's say they have set some, you're hungry and they've set some jollof before you. It's Yay. like you don't just rush and start eating. Charlie, you prepare yourself, you, you, you position yourself, you, you set the food. And, yeah, Charlie, just you, your seat. <coughs> then maybe you, you, you drink some small water to clear, to just line your stomach. Then to before you foundation. approach the thing. <laughs> you know, so that, that's how I'm feeling. Now let me show you. Because <laughs> he takes his bath before. How can you tell me this story? <laughs> now let me let me show you. When you give, the reason why it becomes an eternal, it becomes an altar mm. that speaks for you through generations is because this. I told you that you, sh- you must always. We should. The, what's the first principle I give? That you must view given as a form of seed. So let, let's let's go back to first principles. Mm. The first principle I gave you about giving is that have the mindset that when you are giving, you are sowing a seed. Mm. Now, Irama. listen very well. Now, Irama. Yes, so when you are giving, mm. you are sowing a seed. Yes. So let's look, go back to agriculture. When you sow a seed, mm. what happens to the seed? It must go through a certain period of time before it comes out as a fruit. All right, you are correct. Uh, but there's something more I want. Let me ask the congregation, uh, the pastor. So when you sow a seed, what happens to the seed? When you sow a seed, what happens to the seed? Hmm. Wow, Judith has gotten it. Judith was wow. the first. Ah, it was Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimberly was the first. She said that the seed would die. Wow, so now everybody. So Kimberly... Kimberly, I, I owe you a reward. I have to get you a reward. So when you sow a seed, Pastor <laughs> Stanley says, oh, it's internet. <laughs> All right, so Imano Boatin has added something. OJ has gone further. It dies and it germinates. OJ, what you said is that the second point I was coming to. It dies and it germinates. So OJ, so I have to remind me to get Kim and OJ something. Yes, please. It dies and it germinates. Boom. Now, OJ, I would say that with your germinate, I would modify your germinate. Mm. I'll say that when you sow a seed, it dies and it resurrects. Wow. When you sow a seed, it dies and it resurrects. Mm. Now, in this whole universe, the greatest seed that was sown, that died and germinated, mm. is Jesus Christ. And so Jesus told us that except a grain of mustard seed falls to the ground and dies, it wow. abides alone. But when it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Jesus said that referring to himself. Now, if you understand this, you would know that anytime you sow a seed in faith, when God sees your seed that you have sown in faith, it reminds him of the eternal sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Anytime you sow your seed, that seed, anytime you give, like I said, view given as seed sowing. Mm. Anytime you give and you give in faith, you have connected your seed to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And on Calvary, mm. the greatest eternal altar that, was, that has ever been erected mm. 
is on Calvary, where Jesus died. That that's the greatest altar all through the universe. And that altar, on that altar flows the divine blood of God. And that altar is always speaking. So every offering you give, and you give in faith, and give with this understanding, your offering is connected to that eternal altar. Your seed is connected to that eternal altar. And God sees your seed, and he remembers his, the sacrifice of his son. He, he remembers his son dying. He remembers his son resurrecting. He remembers his son bringing forth many fruits, which are many sons. Mm. He remembers his son bringing forth, dying, resurrecting, and bringing forth many sons unto glory, unto he, Papa God. And then God now does the same thing for your seed. That God also makes your seed die. God makes your seed resurrect. God makes your seed bear forth much fruit. And, and your God makes your seed, because that your seed is connected to the eternal altar, that altar, that eternal altar will continuously speak for you and speak for your generations. Wow. Deep things. Deep, deep things. Powerful revelation. That is it. Wow. That is wow. wow. So, 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 can I can I tell you something? Tell me that. That's why I'm saying that when we are we are giving, we have to give in faith. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways of giving in faith is to give with, with understanding. understanding. That if people don't give with this understanding, mm-hmm. the seed no, ashe. So. So let's go back to the scripture. Let's go back to the scripture. Look at what he says. He says that that's what God noticed and approved as righteous. After all these centuries, that belief, his faith, continues to catch our notice. So when you give in faith, when you give in faith, your giving will speak all through centuries. Wow. That seed will give all through centuries. Why would it give all through centuries? It will give all through centuries, all through the centuries, mm. because it is connected to the eternal altar, the eternal altar of God, mm. which speaks, which is continuously speaking, wow. continuously speaking, wow. continuously speaking. Wow. Amen. Amen. I think that people have to digest the thing. Yes. <laughs> I have to go back and listen. Pastor Henry says this is PhD level prosperity message. Hallelujah. Wow. Sustain your message. We we thank the Lord so much. Amen. 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 Now, let's go back. Oh, I think it's enough for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rabbi, what do you say? Pastor, I mean. It, it's enough. You say, I say, I am we drew. We can do. I say, I mean, says I'm full, but Pastor top up. You know, I say, yeah, yeah, me cry, me can't, you know, me cry, I say, me cry, me can't, you know, me. And I also say, as I want to soak, yeah, man, you know, digestive. You know, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no fruit juice. Now you okay, so we, can, we can go on a commercial weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree with Buma. We need water. Uh, you need to drink water. <laughs> Selina says, empty yourself, that is pure. 
This is okay. Let's go on a commercial break. We need a short commercial break, and then we'll come back. Amen. So, Rama, you are my host. Please take us for a short commercial break, and then we'll come back. Amen. Amen. Dear people of God, as at this point, please invite someone. We are going on a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hi, please. You are welcome back to um, Ami Day Prayer Lounge. I believe that you went to grab water or you you are digesting what we received earlier. Pastor is going to continue. And from all these things that Pastor is sharing with us, you can clearly see that our, our man of God is a teaching priest. So um, even as Pastor is, is, is speaking to us, he can be speaking in tongues so that you'll be able to receive what Pastor is, is saying to us. And you don't say, wow, 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 and this but like you'll be able to receive what Pastor is, is sharing with us this afternoon. Daddy, please, you are welcome. Thank you very much. Part two. Part two. Wow. People say part two. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. So, uh, briefly, I think today we we've, we've, we've briefly did a review of what we did, what we shared yesterday. Then we went to um, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, where it tells us that by an act of faith, Abel brought a better sacrifice to God than Cain. It was what he believed, not what he brought, that made the difference. That's what God noticed and approved as righteous. And it says that after all these centuries, that belief continues to catch our fingers. And we've seen that um, it's, not your, it's not our given necessarily, or the quantity of our given, or the amount we give necessarily. The amount we give has a role, but primarily it's our faith. It's a fate before the quantity. Mm. So when we look at Abel, it was, number one, an act of faith. Okay. And then we saw the fact that the Bible tells us that what, anything that is not done in faith is sin. And so a lot of Christians have been given, but they don't give in faith. Mm. And so when they don't give in faith, um, and your giving is supposed to be a sweet-smelling savor of fragrance to the Lord. So when people don't give in faith, they have given all right, but the fragrance of their sacrifice is a repulsive smell to the, to Lord. the Lord. It's a repulsive smell to the Lord. It actually even causes God to push them away. <laughs> you know, right. um, it's, a, it's like using what perfume? Color me emergency. Using <laughs> color me emergency uh, perfume. But what are some of the perfumes we have to use? I, you know, you can tell us all the nice perfumes. Those of you connected, you can tell us all the nice perfumes so that your, your giving will be a sweet-smelling fragrance to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Anyway, so we must give in faith. It's very, very important. And um, actually, today's session, I want to talk about what it means to give in faith so that when you are giving, you know that you are giving in faith. However, I've already mentioned one of the points of what it means to give in faith, mm. that is, is to give with understanding, to give with scriptural understanding. And then we saw that, and I said it because, wow, Justina says, Berry's weekend. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Mm. Yes. So, of course, Pastor Alex is emphasizing the woman that gave one dime or her last penny. Jesus was pleased with it because of her faith. And you see that there were people that gave a lot, but Jesus was not impressed by their giving because they gave a lot all right, but they didn't give in faith, in faith. you know. All right, thank you very much, Pastor Stylish, for that point. Now, we saw that our giving, Abel's giving, because Abel gave in faith, 
he has given still speaks or is noticed throughout the centuries is noticed throughout the centuries so i mentioned that we too we can give so that our giving will impact our generations and i explained what it means for our giving for us to give in such a way that it impacts our generation that when we give in faith it will speak for our generations to come and we looked at i mentioned that um, I made us go back to first principles. The yes. first principle I gave about giving mm. is that, you know, when I was a, I, as, a, as an engineering student, um, as an engineering and math student, we are, we're always taught um, prove from first principles. Mm. So solve this question from first principles. So when you ask the question, uh, derive Bernoulli's, Bernoulli's theorem from first principles. Do you know Bernoulli's, Bernoulli's okay. theorem? Um, so derive Bernoulli's theorem from first principles. Derive um, um, Einstein's theory of relativity okay. from first principles. Okay. You know, so when you are asked all those things, Judith, Judith. Judith is my Judith did chemistry. So chemist um, uh, Bernoulli's Bernoulli's theorem is fluid mechanics. I'm sure it's also in chemistry. Amen. So Amen. all right, Jude Jude Richardson. Jude, so Jude Richardson, when you take um, Jude Richardson is doing, uh, that's Jude, right, doing civil engineering. So, um, Jude, you can, when it comes to bending moments and shear force diagrams, when you have to calculate the bending moments and then the shear force, shear forces acting on an element or a beam, you, you have to actually go, to, go through first theories. And that, that would help you to even calculate whether a cantilever can support a certain load or weight. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> you passed that. <laughs> Jude understands what I'm saying. Jude, because he's, a, he's, he's doing civil engineering, so, so he understands what I'm saying. Hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey. All right, so. Like last year, she's lost. <laughs> so she's so. Forgive me, the comments is what is making me laugh. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now, what was I saying? <laughs> so you're talking about certain principles in civil. Yeah, so I was saying that first principle. So yeah, first principle. I made us go back to the first principle that we must view giving as sowing. So I mentioned that, uh, and then we saw that when we sow a seed, uh, the seed, Kimberly made us know that the seed first dies. Dice. Then OJ added that the seed germinates or resurrects. So the seed dies, number one. It's, it's three processes. Number one, the seed dies. Uh, somebody gave the third one. I wonder that it bears forth many fruits or so. you mention? Oh, okay. Number one, the seed dies. Number two, the seed resurrects. And number three, the seed multiplies. These are the three processes a seed goes through. The seed dies. The seed resurrects. Mm -hmm. And then the seed multiplies. And we saw that it multiplies, so it bears forth many fruit. And then we saw that the greatest seed in the whole universe mm. that, has, that was sown was Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. So Jesus died, Jesus resurrected, and Jesus multiplied. 
so the son of God multiplied. So now I'm a son of God. You are a son or daughter of God. All those that are connected who are giving their lives to Jesus, they are sons of God and daughters of God. So Jesus, the son of God, has multiplied. So when you also sow a seed or you give and you give with this understanding, the result is that you have um, sown your seed, it will die. Your, your seed is attached to the eternal cross. cross. It dies, it resurrects, and it, multiplies. it multiplies. And because it's attached to the eternal cross or the eternal altar, it would always be speaking for you. All right, so now let's go into giving in faith. What it means to give in faith so that you, you can understand you can always give in faith. All right. What it means to give in faith. Remember, I've said that to give in faith means to give with understanding, scriptural understanding. That is very powerful. And that's why I said that uh, if the finance team gives me permission, I have to, they are my, my uh, bosses. So I have to, as if the finance team gives me permission and I have the opportunity, I can share on the tithe, the first fruits, the worship offering the seed sowing, given okay. to the poor, given to missions, given to the man of God or the prophet, you know, um, I can share on, I can share on those things, you know, I, I would even share on, um, I would even share on giving above, giving to people who are above you, giving to people who are below you, you know, that's giving upwards and giving downwards, you know, all right, so, so, so that you understand, you see, so that when you are giving your tithe, you have the understanding of what it means to give your tithe. And the, we call it the rate of return. Mm. The, when, when you give your tithe, what's the rate of return? When you give to the poor, what's the rate of return? You know that when you give to the poor, the Bible teaches us, when you give to the poor, you have, you have, you have, uh, you have lent to God. So God owes you. Yes. So when you give to the poor, God owes you. And God will pay you back with interest. Wow. You know, when you give to the poor, you have, you have given God a loan. Mm. It's like you have given God a loan. So God will pay you back, pay back. with interest. Wow. But when you sow a seed, the, so the return of giving to the poor, mm. the, the rate of return of giving to the poor is less than the rate of return of sowing a seed. Mm. You see, if someone gives a loan out what a loan the interest maybe 10 percent 15 percent but when it's a seed mm. a seed is an investment yes. or sowing a seed to missions or to the man of god that one is an investment mm. and that one has a higher rate of return that one can go into you can get it's doing like you can get 100 percent 200 percent 500 percent rate of return so that's why i was saying that people who say that they are the tithe. Uh, let me just ask them. The tithe, eh? mm -hmm. that one is, is an obligation. Mm -hmm. So if somebody doesn't pay the tithe, but mm -hmm. you next week I'll talk about that. But I'll just say it so that um, next week what you have an understanding, so that you so to give in faith means to give in understanding. Mm -hmm. Now the other thing about giving in faith is that to give in faith, what does the Bible? What's the? Who can tell me the definition of faith? The scriptural definition of faith. The scriptural definition of faith and where it is located. All right, Pastor Michael has mentioned Hebrews 11 verse 1. All right, so King James says, Hebrews, Hebrews 11 verse 1, it says that now faith is the substance of things what hoped for. 
faith is the substance of things hoped for. So, there is hope. Faith substantiates what you hope for. Mm. All right. So now, another word for hope. Another word for hope. Who can give me another word for hope? Or a synonym for hope. Who can give me a synonym for hope? A synonym. All right, Pastor Michael says future, but it's, it's, it's correct in a way. A synonym. Wow, Ruth Kakari. Ruth Kakari got it. Ruth Kakari got it. Uh, Ruth, I need to, I need to send you something. I need to send something to the UK for you. I need to send something. Oh, Pastor Stylish, your network. <laughs> oh, Pastor Stylish, your network. <laughs> Sorry, the network. You have to do this thing. <laughs> and his keyboard. Okay, the keyboard now. All right, so expectation. So, so one of the things, one of the things of giving in faith, one of the checklist of giving in faith is that when you are giving, you should have an expectation. You should have an expectation. You should have an expectation. I want you to just type in the chat session, I have an expectation when I give. I have an expectation when I give. Now, alright, so my purpose is correct, so you should have an expectation when you give. Now, the reason being that, like I'm saying, when you give, and you give with an expectation, you are actually, like Buma is saying, you are giving purposefully. Mm. You are giving purposefully. You are, you are, you are, when you give with an expectation, you are releasing your faith. Mm. You are releasing your faith. And let me show you why this is important. It's important because when you don't give in faith, when you don't give in faith, like I said, I said Ashe, mm. when you don't give in faith, your giving does not attain a spiritual dimension. When somebody doesn't give in faith, what the person has done is a mere donation. And, and I, want you to, I, I want you to write in the chat session. Giving not in faith is a mere donation. Giving, giving not in faith is a mere donation. So when somebody does not give in faith, meaning the person doesn't give with an expectation. It's a mere donation. Um, and so it's, a, it's just a physical act the person has done. It is not a spiritual act. It doesn't... You see, when someone... A mere donation does not catch the attention of God. It's just like um, companies do corporate social responsibility. All the, all the corporate social responsibility they do and the philanthropic work they do and all that, it's good. But it doesn't catch God's attention. Mm. It benefits humanity, but it doesn't catch God's attention. Wow. It doesn't have any spiritual di- dimension. It, it, God doesn't give them anything in return. What do they get? Th- there's some reward for it, but they get the approval of men. Yes. And then they would have helped humanity. Yes. And there's some reward for helping humanity. Mm. You know, there's some reward for helping humanity. But that's all it is. The rewards they get, they get are earthly rewards. Mm. The rewards they get are the approval of men. You understand? But they will not get the approval of God. Mm. If, they, if somebody gives and the person doesn't give in faith or the person doesn't give with an expectation, mm. it does not give, get God's attention. Wow. It does not get God's attention. So when you are giving, to give in faith mm. means to give with an expectation. Wow. Now, Irama, let me 
give you an example, and I, I was explaining it to one of the branches that if somebody goes to, and, and you see, these are spiritual laws. Mm. And so people who operate in the dark arts, they also understand these spiritual laws. Mm. So let's take it, Irama, if somebody goes to a juju man mm. or a fetish priest or um, a necromancer or somebody who is involved in occultism, mm. anytime the person goes, you know that the person goes with a request. Yes. And the person will be asked to make a sacrifice. Yes. So maybe the person goes, the person wants to kill his work colleague. Mm. The, the juju person will tell him that, okay, because he wants to kill his work colleague, he should bring a cow. Mm. So when they sacrifice the cow and then they do their incantations and all, the work colleague will die. Yeah. You understand? Now, let me give you another, let me give that this illustration. If somebody goes to the fetish priest mm -hmm. or the juju person, let me say juju person, <laughs> or someone who operates in the dark arts, if somebody goes to the juju person and just takes a cow to the juju person and doesn't tell the juju person what he wants the juju person to do for him, mm. that means he doesn't have an expectation. Yes. He just goes and takes the cow yes. and tells the juju person that he should sacrifice the cow for him. <laughs> You know what will happen? The juju person will sacrifice it and eat it. The juju person will sacrifice it and eat it, isn't it? And the, the person will not get anything. Yes. So the person, ashe, the, the cow no ashe. It's kebab. It's, it has given the juju person free food. You understand? Yes, uh -huh. So it's the same thing that, just look at it also. Some people, you know, there are some politicians when they want to do elections and win elections and all. They do sacrifices. Yes, Master. But they don't just do the sacrifice like that. Yes. They do the sacrifice with the purpose to win the election. Mm. There are people that when they want to be promoted at work, they, they go into occultic societies and then they, they, sac sometimes they sacrifice their children, isn't yes, it? That's they, they sacrifice their children so that they would get wealth and popularity and fame. Mm. Now, if somebody just goes to the juju person, and takes his child to the juju person and tells the juju person that he should sacrifice the child and does not tell the juju person what his expectation is. He has killed his child for nothing. He will not get anything. So it's the same thing. It's, it's a spiritual principle. It's how deities operate. So whether it's God or it's an evil spirit, that is how deities operate. So when somebody goes to a, an evil spirit mm. the person must take the sacrifice with a request when somebody goes to God the person must take his sacrifice Professor Stanley is mentioning Professor the person must take his his sacrifice mm. with an expectation and when a person takes a sacrifice with an expectation, he will reap the harvest. Mm. Let's go back to... So, time, time is up. Mm. Time is up. But there are many... There, there, there are a number of checklists to yes. know that uh, you are giving in faith. Mm -hmm. But I think that I've given us two today. Number one, to give with an expectation. Number two, rather, first of all, number one, to give with understanding. Mm. Number two, to give with an expectation. Mm. To give with understanding, to give with an expectation. Now, before we just have about five minutes more, let me... Let me backtrack a bit and then um, 
explain again from first principles why we have to give with expectation. We, we, we saw that when you give, we saw that uh, when we are giving, we should view giving as sowing. Yes. So we are planting, we are sowing seeds, we are, we are farmers. So anytime you are giving, like I said, see yourself as a farmer and then your, your seed is, um, your offering is your seed. Mm. Now, what are the two types of sowing? Irama, from, from an agricultural perspective. Um, so inspiringly, and then... Okay, you, you didn't do agri. Yeah, yeah, that be. So, Pastor what what are the two types of sowing? Pastor Michael, you did agri. Yeah, Pastor Michael. What are the two types of sowing? Okay. All right, Buffy. Pastor. All right, Pastor Michael has mentioned broadcast. Pastor Henry broadcasting. Buffy drilling and broadcasting. All right, so... So, all right, Abari says giving understanding, giving expectation. Those are the ways of giving with faith. But I want it from the natural perspective, there are two types of giving. Hey, Buma is going, going deeper. You, Buma, I like your deep, but let me stick to the broadcasting and drilling. So, generally, there are two types of giving. Uh, sorry, sowing, sowing, broadcasting, and then drilling. Mm-hmm. Now, when somebody gives without purpose, or without an expectation, it is given the person sowing by broadcasting. Mm. When somebody gives with purpose and expectation, the person is sowing by drilling. Let me take it again. When somebody gives, Uma went to search Google. When somebody gives, now let me conclude. Let me give you this point and conclude then. Uh, if the finance team permits, uh, another time we'll continue. When somebody gives without expectation and purpose, mm-hmm. it is broadcasting. When somebody gives with expectation and purpose, it's okay. drilling. Now, let me sh- what are the advantages and disadvantages of drilling and broadcasting? Okay. Now, I'll quickly sh- run. I'll say that there are more disadvantages with broadcasting, but let me just quickly mention them. When somebody broadcasts, you know, broadcasting is sowing without purpose. Yes, you take the seed, shoom, you throw it. <laughs> you take the seed, shoom, you throw it. You take, the, you scatter, shoom, you scatter the seed. Shoom. So it's given without purpose. purpose. You understand? But when you are given with expectation and purpose, it's deliberate, it's purposeful, it's intentional, it's intentional it is accurate. Mm. So you know the exact hole. You create a hole. You create, you, you get a position, you create a hole, you put the seed in it, you cover the seed. Now, what are the advantages? Now, with drilling, you know exactly where your seed is, for which it will germinate. So you know where the plant would come. With broadcasting, you don't know. So when you, when you sow with expectation, you are purposeful. So you, you are watching out for the okay. your harvest. harvest and you are able to know when your harvest comes mm. and you are able to determine that this is your harvest mm. this is your plant but when you sow with broadcasting mm. some of the seed will go and fall on your neighbor's land <laughs> if you go and tell your neighbor that that's that plant that that plant that is there is mine would your neighbor give it to you no. <laughs> so so this is another thing about sowing without purpose or sowing without expectation. Mm. A lot of Christians, they sow without expectation. 
So Satan challenges them in their giving, in their harvesting. When their harvest comes, Satan challenges them and says that it's not their harvest. Mm. And when Satan challenges them and tells them that it's not their harvest, they don't have a proof. They mm. can't prove it. So they are quiet and they go back. Mm. Because what's the proof that it's your harvest? It fell on another man's land. What's the proof that it's your harvest? Mm. So Satan, so there are a lot of people that Satan has stolen their harvest mm. from them because they sowed without expectation. So sowing without expectation, you know, when the seed is broadcast, it's very possible that some will die and it will not be taken care of. It will not be attended to, isn't it? It's left in the wild. So it's the same thing that a lot of people, when they sow without purpose and expectation, they don't attend to the seed. They don't take care of the seed. They don't watch over the seed. They don't, they don't guard the seed or the, the plant. They don't protect the plant. You understand? So the plant is... is, is but you know when you do drilling, you, like I said, dr- you, you are deliberate. When you when you do drilling, as soon as you wake up in the morning, you move to here's where I planted it. Mm. You water it, mm. you weed it, you take care of it. But when you do when you do by broadcasting, can you wake up and go and say that here's where I planted it? You can't. You see. So the thing about and then like I said, Satan would challenge the person, and the person will not get the harvest. But when the person sowed by drilling with expectation and purpose the person every day the person was going to it watching over it the person knows that this is a the harvest mm-hmm. and the person can will contend for his or her harvest and receive his or her harvest the person is even, even able to know when his or her harvest comes when brought with broadcasting the person can know when the harvest is coming yes. you understand so um so a lot of christians I want to ask all of you who are connected. I want you to ask you a question. Have you been sowing by broadcasting or by drilling? Let, let's let's answer that question. The, the, your seed sowing, your giving, you have been doing. Is it by broadcasting or by drilling? You know, I appreciate, and that's why I'm teaching you these things. I appreciate people sowed into my birthday and all that. But if I may ask you, as you sowed into my birthday, was it by broadcasting or by drilling? As you give your tithe, is it broadcasting or drilling? Every Sunday you go to church. And you give offering. We tell you bring out your offering. Do you broadcast your off, your worship offering, or you drill your worship offering? Um, what are that? You give to the poor. Is it broadcasting or drilling? If you um, uh, yes, let's say Holy Ghost Miracle Campaign. <laughs> you, you gave into Holy Ghost Miracle Campaign. Was it broadcasting or drilling? <laughs> Holy Ghost Miracle. Campaign. Maybe you 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 had um, what are some of the programs you do in church? In partnership. Partnership. So you, your partnership seed, is it broadcasting or drilling? Mm-hmm. And then what again? You guys, EO, what are some of the... You do Head Start Conference. Head Start Conference. Yeah, some of you gave into Head Start Conference. Yeah. Did you give by broadcasting? Did you sow by broadcasting or drilling? Mm-hmm. Then uh, what EO, again? EO Hangouts. Hangout. Was it by broadcasting or drilling? And can I even add something? Some, some of you shepherds, you take your sheep out for uh, lunch. It's true. You take your sheep out. You, some of you shepherds, you spread your sheep, isn't yes, it? Yes. Uh, inward vision, you spread your sheep. But when you are spreading your sheep, you don't see that it's a seed. Mm. It, it's a, you are sowing. So it becomes a mere donation. You took your, your sheep out to KFC and they chop, they chop, they chop. Charlie, if they pay you, say you use your money. <laughs> you use your money, take your sheep, go to KFC. That, after they chew the chicken, Charlie, your inside they do grr, grr, Charlie, grr, grr, grr. 
You're inside the group, 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 group. But Charlie, you don't feel do anything. Charlie, they say for make your sheep happy. You see, but hmm. but it was a mere donation. Hmm. But do you know that you could have made it spiritual? You could have allowed, when you took your sheep to KFC, you could have allowed it to have a spiritual dimension. So that it's not just a mere donation. It would have had a spiritual dimension. That you would have reaped the harvest. And it will speak for your generations. So that your generations will never lack food. Your generations will always have people feeding them. But you took them to KFC. And you spread them. And the thing, the thing go you. Let's it be mere donation. <laughs> Merci, Lord. Uh, Ruth Kagari says that, I like Ruth Kagari's question. She says that, Pastor, please, can we go back and give the seed a purpose in prayer? Yes, we can. Um, okay. with <laughs> wow. We are going back. Going for our harvest. There's always... Agoba says that how can I refund those donations? <laughs> Somebody say, Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Just type in the chat session, Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> type in the chat session, Lord, restore. Lord, restore. Amen. Amen. That's restoration. I think that this, uh, was it this week's, I don't know, I think it was Monday's. Um, so, because you've asked that question, in the course of this week, please, because uh, Ruth Kakari asked the question, in the course of this week, I, I would, I would, one of the sessions, I'll let us pray. Um, I'll lead us in a prayer. Uh, you know, the Bible talks about God restoring the wasted years yes. and restoring what the, what locust, the locust and, and the canker worm have devoured. So God can, God can restore what the locust and the canker worm have devoured. Because when, when people sow, by broadcasting, the locust and the canker worm devoured it. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Mercy, mercy, Lord. When people sowed by broadcasting, mm. the locust and the canker worm devoured it. Mm. But the, God can restore all the locust and the canker worm. Oh, thank so you, Father. tell the finance team to remind me that one of the sessions uh, we need to look at restoration mm. and prayer that uh, are seeds that we've sown that maybe in ignorance. We sowed it in. Um, we sowed it by broadcasting. Um, the Lord would restore. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, I think that we we. Yeah. <laughs> we, <coughs> at, this, we ha- at this point. We have to close. I think it's ele- it's one six. It's one six. I I have exams. It's <laughs> because I, I have to go and learn for my exams, Charlie. I have serious. So I have to go and learn for my exams eh? and pass my exams. Mm. <laughs> Pastor Stanley is asking a question. He says, Pastor, please, what's the difference between sowing sacrific- sacrificially and, and giving that pains? Mean. And giving that pains because you don't give. Uh, Pastor Stanley, I think that the question is, is, is um, not so clear. The latter part, giving that pains because you don't give. I understand um, sowing sacrificially, but I'm here to get um, given that pains. You don't want to give. Uh, and given and that you don't want to, and given. And given that pains because you don't want to give. 
Uh, okay, between sowing sacrificially and giving that pains because you don't want to give. All right, Pastor Stanley, that's a very good question. Uh, that's a very good question. So let me answer that question. Um, so giving, sowing sacrificially. Sowing sacrificially, it must be a commandment from God. Mm-hmm. Sowing sacrificially must be a commandment from God. So God told Abraham to sacrifice his only son. God told him. You know, so he had to do it. Even Jesus himself uh, sacrificed his life because um, God, God told him to sacrifice his life. So he, even Jesus went like, um, Father, if it's not, uh, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. So Jesus sacrificed, gave sacrificially. Abraham gave sacrificially because it was commanded by God. You know. Then given, given that pains. Given that pains, uh, sorry, what's the other one? Because you don't want that to pains give. Because, all right, so then they're giving that pains because you don't want, you to, don't want to give. Um, <clears throat> let, let me, let me, let me, let me, so Pastor, it's good you've asked the question. There are a number of answers to that question, but let me give you one of them. You know, you know what some people do? I told you that we have to do the, what's the first principle I taught you about giving? Viewing it as a form of seed sowing. View giving as seed sowing. As seed sowing. View giving as seed sowing. You know, now, this is a mistake I've noticed some people do. Mm-hmm. When they give, when they give, then they go back home. You know what they do? Okay. No, when they give and they go back, and they go like, ah, ah. this seed cry, like I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have given it. It's true, Pastor. How many of you have done that before? You give, then after you go back and you go like, ah, this seed, you shouldn't have given it. It was too much that you gave it. You should have taken ah. some from it. You should have taken, how many of you have done some before? That's when you go to church with 50 CDs <laughs> and there's no change and you have to give them. How many of you have done that? You gave it, then you went back home and maybe the whole week you were thinking that, yeah, this thing, you didn't do your calculation well, it was too much and all that. <laughs> you go to church without change. Now, now let me show you what happens. Let me show you what happens from the agricultural perspective. Hmm. Anybody that gives and then the person goes, you know, God looks at the heart. Anyone that gives and the person goes back and, and goes hmm. like, ah, the person shouldn't have, give, have hmm. given, you know. You know what the person has done? Hmm. By saying it in their heart that the person shouldn't have given, the person went to approach the seed. Hey. And you know, if you sow a seed and you, you go and approach it, the seed is dead. Hey. <laughs> Uh, or isn't it? And it will not live again. Like if you sow a seed, you have to leave. You have to leave the seed for it to die. Haven't those of you? You've done some before. You sow a seed, then uh, it has not germinated. It has not germinated. Maybe you, you sowed maize, then you saw that uh, day one it has not germinated. Day two it has not germinated. So you go and open the soil to see whether the seed is there. And you uproot it by opening the soil and uprooting the seed. Seed rashi. Seed nourishing. <laughs> so, anytime somebody sows a seed, hmm. and the person goes back and says in his heart that some people don't even do like this. Shit. <laughs> some people don't go back and say shit. And they, they add have, men to it. <laughs> shit, man. Shit, man. They shouldn't have sowed the seed. What they have done is that they have uprooted the seed. Hmm. They have, hmm. In their hearts, they have uprooted the seed. Mercy, and Lord. Whatever you say and do in your heart, hmm. that's what it is. So. Once they've approached hmm. the seed. Let's see. Seed rushing. This is very serious. How many of you have sowed seed? <laughs> Those of you who have been sowing seed and you go like, ah, 
However, if it was a com if a prophet if a prophet told you to sow the seed if a prophet told you to sow the seed and you've you felt it you know you know still you mustn't go back and be doubting in your heart. Anytime you are doubting in your heart, anytime you felt like what you did was wrong, that seed that you sowed was wrong. But the seed you have the person has uprooted the seed. You see. So once you sow the seed, leave the seed alone. Mm. Don't take it back in your heart. Yes, leave the seed alone and um, allow it to germinate. Allow it to resolve. Allow it to die mm. and allow it to resolve it. Mm. Alright, I think that Multiply. we have to close. Amen. 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 God bless you so much, Pastor. God bless you. We thank God that we have you as our teaching priest to be teaching us some of these wonderful and deep secrets as young people. And I believe that indeed the Lord is going to launch us into a place of prosperity whereby we have more than enough. Amen. And I believe that from today onwards we'll be sowing with purpose, we'll be intentional, we'll also have expectations. And also when you give, don't doubt in your heart. Because if you doubt in your heart, it's like you've gone back to uproot the, the seed. The seed wouldn't be able to die. It won't resurrect and multiple foods too will not come out of it. God bless you so much for connecting, Daddy. God bless you so much for, for teaching us. We are, we are happy that we have you. God bless you. God bless you for listening to the message. We believe you were blessed. Kindly subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages from Pastor Philip. Shalom.